Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Are you in the Valentine mood? Well, we are, and that's why uh, we have once again called upon relationship coach, therapist, Jamie Bronstein, who is here in Chicago again after spending some time out on the West Coast. Jamie, good morning. I need to ask you about this uh, orange peel test that apparently is all the rage on, on social media. What do you think about this? Well, I think it's quite interesting, actually. Um, it seems that most people are doing this because they feel insecure about their relationship. So they feel like they need to prove that their relationship is good and their guy will peel their orange. <laughs> yeah. Talk about how this is supposed to work. This took off on TikTok and it's uh, the tester is almost always female. The tested is male, correct? Yes, that is what we've been seeing, and that is what um, the media has been showing also as well. So, and there's, I mean, it's not just this orange chest. There's the, a girl will say, come over here, there's a bird, and see if the guy goes and looks at the bird out the window, or she'll pour some ketchup on the counter and see if the guy will clean up the ketchup. Um, and all of these things, like I said, they're, they're kind of silly, and some of them are staged, so the guy knows he's being tested. And I feel like if you if you feel like, in general, you need to test your man, then maybe there's a problem to begin with. <laughs> so all of these are uh, little uh, tests about whether or not your, your mate will perform a tiny act of service for you, right? Exactly. And the truth is that it really is about the little things in the relationship. Like if a guy on his own does the laundry or he does the dishes, I'm sure that those things go a long way. Like maybe, um, does that happen in your relationship ever? If you do the dishes? Uh, well, I do clean up regularly at night that we have a routine where my wife cooks, uh, almost every night except on the weekend. And, and I'm in charge of cleanup and loading the dishwasher. And I bet she says, thank you. No, <laughs> no but, but I'll hear about it if I, if I, like last night, I forgot to, to, to turn the dishwasher on. So I did hear about that. <laughs> you loaded it, but you forgot to press start. Yeah, I know. I know. And, and I'm, I, I'm today, I'm going to go, uh, I already have the Valentine card. I'm going to get the flowers and make the, the dinner reservations early. Although, you know what? It, it's a terrible night tomorrow, tomorrow night to go out because the restaurants, uh, they don't have the regular menus, a lot of them, and they, they jack up the prices. They have fixed menus. So I'm, I'm thinking of an alternative. Oh, what are you thinking of instead of a restaurant? I don't know. know. <laughs> well, it'll no. be a surprise. There's going to be some food involved, but I, I don't think it's a good night really to go out to you know one of these restaurants that that change the menu up. But back to the uh, the tests that are going around on TikTok and other places. Uh, the power of small favors is great, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Especially when you don't need to be asked to do it. That's when it just feels extra good. I feel like when that happens in a relationship, you feel just like extra special. 
And, you know, sometimes, especially at the beginning of a relationship, it's important to educate your significant other because sometimes, you know, people don't know what to do and they don't know what you want them to do or what makes you happy. You know, like there are different love languages, for instance, and some people appreciate gifts more than acts of service or things like that. But it is it is the little things that add up over time that really it just makes you feel good inside. I know you've written about how uh, rather than testing your significant other, you need to communicate if you have concerns about their feelings for you. When, when you say communicate, does that mean a talk? We need to talk. We, uh, you know, guys don't like to hear that. <laughs> we need to right. talk. That means trouble. It never ends up good if you say we need to talk. I feel like so I would recommend just saying, you know what, I've been feeling a certain way about things. Well, you always start with I love you. Always start with I love you and I appreciate you and I'm so grateful for you. And not a but because as my dad said, everything that comes before the but is a lie. So you say, however, or in addition, I'd like Mm -hmm. to add that Mm -hmm. this is how I'm feeling. You know, there are some things that I feel like could use some improvement. Um, This doesn't mean you're bad. It just means something that you know, could use a little improvement. And and what would you like? What do you need also? I'm writing this down. I love you and I appreciate you. Uh, let's take a break here and then uh, we'll talk a little bit about how you can show love in different ways and the styles of flirting just in time for Valentine's Day. It's our pre-Valentine visit with relationship coach and therapist Jamie Bronstein. Uh, Jamie, you say that it's important to respect each other's love language and communicate. Uh, Elaborate on that a little bit about respecting each other's love language. What does that mean? Oh, this is so important. So we all have different ways of showing love. And especially at the beginning of a relationship, if you don't communicate what that is, then one might feel not unloved. So, for instance, there are there's words of affirmation, there's acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So, it's important to figure out, do we have the same love language? Do we have different ones? Sometimes people have more than one love language, but to establish what that is so that if you're feeling a certain way, just like we were just talking about, you need to communicate, well... You know, maybe I need more quality time or I need to be I need to cuddle more because that's important to me. And again, back to communication, that, that's always the key, isn't it? That's always uh, the most important thing to do. And I think especially for guys, that's the hardest thing to do. Do you find that? Is that what you hear from your 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 patients? Yes, it is very difficult to share how we're feeling, especially if you're worried that it's going to somehow hurt somebody. However, it just takes practice. I feel like the more you are vulnerable and the more you get used to communicating, the better. Um, It's not, it's really not easy for anybody, even though, I mean, I've been on this earth for more than 40 years and even I, you know, sometimes, and I know how to communicate. Sometimes I have to just say, just do it. Just talk to say it. (laughs) Yeah. Although I I, I think you, you want to, think before you speak and that's that you know just sort of like what they say about uh, sending a text or an email 
before you hit send, hang on a second. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, you never want to act out from that place of emotion you want to or from anger. You know, you want to wait till things settle because so many times you do feel differently if it's been after a sleep or after a few hours. You want to wait till you're not as heated, let's say. Right, exactly. Uh, let's talk a little bit before we let you go, uh, Jamie, about uh, flirting and uh, the flirting styles. Uh, there are several different methods. Uh, talk about this. Yes. Well, some of these coincide a little bit with love languages, but it's very interesting because I've been known, I've been told that I'm a flirty individual. And I, it's just my personality. So when I heard about these, I was interviewed for an article about these. I was fascinated that they're actually somebody, you know, someone put this together, that there are all these different styles. So there is physical flirting. There is traditional flirting, eye contact flirting, polite flirting, and sincere flirting. Now, do any of those stick out that you want to hear more about? <laughs> well, my question is, which one is allowed for married guys? <laughs> okay. Not the physical flirting and not the, um, I'd say not the winking, like the eye contact one. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. And what, what's traditional flirting? What would that be? Traditional is where the, the male takes more of the active role. It's more traditional. Um, and the woman is more of the, has more of the passive role. Mm -hmm. um, and the eye contact one I thought was really interesting because it really is when you to hold eye contact with somebody that is very intimate and and also the winks, you know, um, a wink says a lot. And, and the polite flirting and the sincere flirting. So polite is you are not using any type of so you could use this. A married man could use this with a with a, another lady. Um not that I'm telling you to flirt, but in a in a you know respectful business way, you're not using any type of sexual body language. It's just being a really friendly person, I'd say. Um, and then mm -hmm. sincere is all about that person that really wants that deep connection. So your flirting is it's showing that you have a desire to get to know someone on a personal level on a deeper level. Yeah, that eye contact, that that's powerful, isn't it? Uh, if you, you hold that stare and don't look away, uh, you, you could get in trouble. 100%. I do not <laughs> recommend it. Keep your eyes on the table when you're at dinner. Just look at whoever you're with. Do not. like. It's like the those things that they put on the horses. <laughs> Just stay. Yeah, the blinders. Don't look around. Uh -huh. and, and before we let you go, uh, there's a word this morning about a new app for singles and it, apparently the idea here is to connect uh, people who pay their bills on time it, it's called score and it's uh, described as a limited time dating app for people <laughs> with with credit scores of 675 or above what do you think of this i'm obsessed with that idea Are you? i love that because the truth is that in a relationship financial issues is one of the biggest problems across the board and so if you have, if you were somebody who's financially responsible and you both are, that's your set. You're setting yourself up for a, a successful relationship. You obviously need a lot more than that. But I love hearing that. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Uh, apparently, uh, it says uh, in the propaganda for this app, people are more likely to start serious relationships if they have high credit scores. You agree yeah, with so that? 
It, it is a question that especially for some reason now, like a lot more young women are asking guys when they start dating. Um, about, not literally on the first date, but I mean, my clients, they'll come to me, they'll say, when do I think it's appropriate to ask this guy how, like, not how much he makes, but to figure out, you know, like women want to feel secure. Obviously, they, the girl works also. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is an important conversation. You know, we were talking about communicating. It is a very important conversation to have. The earlier, the better. And it doesn't mean it's a deal breaker. It just means have the conversation just so you know where everybody stands. There was, there was a survey. Northwestern Mutual did this. And they found that, especially among Gen Zers, they care a lot about financial compatibility more than any other generation. And uh, some young singles went viral last summer for adding their credit scores to their profiles (laughs) and watching the matches pour in. I love that. I just hope that they're being honest about it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Another thing to lie about. All right. We're ready for Valentine's Day. Thanks to you, Jamie Bronstein. Uh, Appreciate the advice as always. And uh, have a good one. You too. Thanks for having me today.